1: Join heads of state, influential ministers, and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at cuttereconomicforum.com. In his first public speech since he was sworn in as the nation's top law enforcement officer, Attorney General Jeff Sessions painted a bleak picture of violence in America.
0: Certain major cities are seeing dramatic, I mean really dramatic, Uh, increases in murder rates, Chicago, Baltimore, here in New Orleans. Uh, And so lots of this out there that's driving uh, uh, a sense that we're uh, in danger.
1: Though crime rates remain near historic lows across much of the country, Sessions said they were ticking up. He told the National Association of Attorneys General that one of his top priorities will be to reverse the rise in violent crimes and that law enforcement needs to crack down on drug use, including marijuana. He also said the Justice Department would pull back on civil rights investigations of police departments that were a staple of the Obama administration. My guests are Douglas Berman, professor at Ohio State University, Maritza College of Law and Eugene O'Donnell, professor at John Jay College of Criminal Justice. Eugene, let's start with Sessions' statements that we're in danger of rising violence. Do the statistics support him?
0: Well, the statistics don't, but there's reason to believe uh, that disorder is on the rise and a sense of public unease is on the rise, and there is gun violence. And the other thing the Attorney General said, which is crystal clear, is that police officers in this environment are afraid to initiate proactive activity and are afraid indeed to solve crimes. So you have cities like Chicago where people are shooting and shooting again, uh, scores of, if not hundreds of people, unapprehended for murdering or shooting people. And a, an a environment in which an elite has captured this conversation, pushed out people on the ground, their wisdom, their sense of uh, uh, concern living in the, in the neighborhoods, has been obscured by people who can, frankly, buy their own public safety at this point. We have an apartheid system in which the poor are left to their own devices. The well-to-do can secure themselves at this point.
2: Do you agree, Doug? Uh, well, I'd I nuance it in somewhat different ways. Actually, I'd start with highlighting that the statistics do show in particular cities that we've had a pretty significant uptick in violent crime. Uh, but that comes on the heels of in 2014 record low levels uh, across the board, and so that contextualizes a little bit that that uh, a not that significant uptick looks like a high percentage, but it is something worthy uh, to be concerned about. At the same time, uh, there are some cities, New York, Philadelphia, a few others, where violent crime continues to decline to record low numbers, and so one of the things that I'm hopeful. Uh, that the attorney general is is going to try to do, and there 's a new task force uh, that 's specifically designed to, to take a look at this is try to figure out okay what is working uh, in certain cities uh, where there 's the same sets of pressures there 's the same sets of concerns about proactive policing, and yet crime keeps going down, whereas in other cities it seems as though those sets of concerns are uh, perhaps leading the police to pull back, perhaps contributing uh, to violent crime and, and particularly low clearance rates, that make it that much harder uh, not only to police an area, but then once a crime has occurred, to make sure that the offender uh, justifiably pays the punishment price.
1: Eugene, he announced the creation, as Doug mentioned, of a multi-agency task force, and often task forces end up just making reports that don't go anywhere. What will this task force do?
0: Well, I hope it is. I mean, the federal government can be helpful. We have a national police in crisis. Nobody wants to do the job. Those who are on the street are trying to get off. You can't recruit people at this point. You're throwing cameras into the mix, which are going to make the cops extremely hesitant to do anything. And uh, the professor mentioned uh, Philadelphia, where I'm sitting today. A recent poll in Philadelphia showed public safety is a concern has catapulted to the top of people's uh, concerns. Why is that? I think people that live in neighborhoods know the cops are invisible and they're handcuffed and they're paralyzed. By the way, you see this on the roadways also. You just don't see the cops out there anymore. So we need equilibrium. We need to stop this echo chamber of a right left conversation. We need to look at what works. But let's be very blunt here the police have had, uh, they've been kicked to the mercilessly. In the last two years, the profession is, uh, is hurting badly um, rather than the Justice Department coming in. You know, we have an industry of, of lawyers, law professors, second-guessers who don't do anything except hamstring the police. We need assistance to the police, how, first, how we get them, second, how we educate them, and then how we empower them to do the work that we need to do, not to tripwire them and uh, constantly threaten them which has been the environment over the last few years. Again, every law school in America has one or two professors that spend all their time figuring out how, how not to protect the country. We have well, to spend more time now. Well, they, they, that's what they do, whether we're talking about terrorism or public safety. We need affirmative strategies for protecting people. Let's, Doug,
1: I'd like to give you a chance to respond to Eugene's comments about police officers pulling back on enforcement because of anxieties, basically, about videos and investigations and and the public's fears.
2: Yeah, and I, I certainly think there is ample anecdotal evidence and even, you know, some more systematic evidence that there is a kind of police pullback in some respects and in some cities and that different communities are experiencing that in different kinds of ways, and that's itself where I think Eugene's point is is a sensible one that uh, a new Attorney General is going to look at that and consider that and try to create a kind of balance in our conversations about policing and police activities, uh, though uh, there are still plenty of communities that feel uh, over-policed or at least you know have a kind of uh, adversarial relationship with um, police encounters that is itself part of a broader problem that hopefully the attorney general will not only be looking into but be looking how to build healthier relationships between communities and police in order to ensure uh, that the sets of problems oscillating one way or the other uh, are not pervasive and that's again where I'm hopeful uh, that there are positive stories out there in different communities, positive stories in terms of continued reducing crime rates and good relationships between police and citizens that the Attorney General's task force will try to build upon uh, to ensure those relationships are uh, moving forward in a positive way in every community.
1: Eugene, Jeff Sessions says he's going to back away from the, the civil rights investigations of police departments. Aren't those investigations intended to help the police work with the community is there a problem with those investigations
0: i think there is i think some of these departments are off the rails and need to be reined in but uh what we really need again is as a a blueprint for how you get people that are the best and the brightest to go into police work and how do you foster an environment where they're supported when they're acting honorably and we have this really devastating uh dialogue that has basically uh, created in the minds of some people, again, led by an elite, that there's nothing worse in America than policing, and that the criminal justice system is so totally flawed that it's better to let people pick up guns and shoot than to invoke the system. It's a fragile system, it's a creaky system, but the notion that everybody being locked up is falsely accused uh, you know, is, is a commonplace uh, mindset. And when we talk about what's not working, we've got cities all over the place that solves less than half of the shootings and homicides, meaning that tons of people shoot and get away. Chicago can't solve... 80% of the people who shoot get away. No question about the fact that part of that is that is that it is the police are risk-averse. They don't want to be an officer-involved shooting. They don't want to go out at 4 o'clock in the morning and take somebody from his bed who's just shot somebody. And this is having a terrible impact down on the ground where people live, and they've been silenced. People have been silenced. This elite that has hijacked this conversation has created this notion that there's nothing worse than policing and the justice system, and it's just false. And we need a correction. We don't need an ideological correction. We don't need a right wing, uh, you know, rerunning of a law and order campaign, but we do need sensible, smart, uh, policing and some people have to be locked up let's be very clear on this I, I don't know don't who. I don't
1: know that anyone disagrees with you that that some people have to be locked up who are tried and co- convicted of crimes uh, Doug do you see Jeff Sessions with his emphasis on on crime and on you know cutting back on crime and violence, do you see this as a 180-degree turn from the Justice Department over the last eight years?
2: I'm not sure it's a 180-degree turn, but it certainly is a significant turn, especially, you know, remembering a few years ago that Attorney General Holder, you know, talked about uh, America locking up too many people for too long for no good law enforcement reasons. That was his language that was sort of piggybacking off of this concern a concern that is statistically appropriate uh, that uh, America is is still engaged in what's often called mass incarceration. We have the world's largest prison population, and even though there have been some slight declines, uh, there still are an extraordinary number of Americans locked behind bars. And that uh, is something that the Holder and then Lynch uh, Department of Justice was eager to be supportive of modest reforms to, whereas I do think Attorney General Sessions uh, is of the mind, and it seems like Eugene kind of reflects this as well, uh, that the problem isn't over-incarceration, that the problem still may be under-incarceration, that there are still lots of bad people out there and that they need to be put behind bars for public safety. And I think that view not only is one that is you know more widely uh, shared than maybe Uh, folks up here in the ivory tower realize, but it also is a function, I think, of a view that all of the declines in crime over the last 20 years or so have been a product of a ramp-up in incarceration. And though there's mixed evidence about the relationship between increased incarceration uh, and reductions in crime, I think uh, Attorney General Sessions. Uh, kind of stands as an individual who largely is inclined to embrace that and who largely will say, when we're seeing an uptick in crime, uh, the way to respond is to ramp back up enforcement mechanisms and the sets of policies and attitudes that uh, largely drove the run-up in incarceration rates over the last 30 years in the first instance.
1: We just had 30 seconds. I'm going to ask you quickly, Eugene, if you you have an answer for this. Is his... Idea about enforcing the marijuana laws realistic in light of the fact that Trump campaigned on leaving the issue up to the states, and more than half of the states have legalized medical uses of marijuana.
0: Yeah, we should start with violent crime, and there are a lot of people locked up who shouldn't be, who are nonviolent, not a threat to, other, uh, to others. But the conundrum here is there are a lot of people that are not locked up who should be. That's the problem we have. We've got violent people running amok. And you've got people go after law enforcement that after low-level, nonviolent people. So, again, equilibrium, balance, and what really works in neighborhoods, that's what we need to be focused on.
1: Thank you both for being on Bloomberg Law. That's Eugene O'Donnell, professor at John Jay College of Criminal Justice, and Douglas Berman, professor at Ohio State University Moritz College of Law.